Hello? Hello. Who is this? Who are you trying to reach? What number is this? What number are you trying to reach? I don't know. Tell me your name. Tell me your name. I'll tell you mine. I think you have the wrong number. It happens. Take it easy. Wait, wait. Don't hang up. What's that noise? I'm making popcorn. I only eat popcorn at the movies. I'm getting ready to listen to a podcast. Which one? Just a pop culture comedy one. Do you like podcasts? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite podcast? The Things We Dig podcast. Is that the one with the five guys? Yeah. You'd recognize the theme song. I'll play it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. On today's episode, I have to go Halloween all the way. You know, I think Jason, Al Best, both Freddie and Michael. Get Out was one of the most recent thrillers I can think of that was really good. What's your favorite scary movie? Just Blair Witch, how you mentioned that. I remember when it came out, but I always thought that movie was pretty scary. All right, welcome back to another week of the Things We Dig podcast. I'm Steven and I'm joined with my friends as always. Hey, this is Dave. What up, fellas? Chris Fig, ready to kill it today. What's up, everybody? As always, it's the other Chris. And it's Alex. All right, fellas, this week we are discussing horror movies and we revisited the movie Scream. Uh, but before we get to that, I think, Dave, you have some dirt for us? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. It was, Al, did you send yes. uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi a little snippet of what's to come? And I guess now it's taken down, so we don't know if we got a sneak preview of something or not. But um, this is something that we've talked about in the past, but did you guys all watch that little trailer while it was up to watch? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I happened to come across it first because I think we all do it, but it was a sneak peek. It said it was a Disney Plus release somewhere in Asia. So I guess maybe it was not for our eyes, but we all got to see it. And it was a nice little clip and uh, intro to some badass shit. And I'm uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting I'm getting a chub just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Full on chub. Yeah, just seeing Guy McGregor talk and for years, you know, everyone was speculating that they're going to make an Obi-Wan series and then when it finally got announced, of course, you know, the world got hit with COVID, things got, you know, pushed on the back burner, so we're like, "Oh, is this still happening?" And then seeing this trailer now, you're like, "Okay, for sure." Like, you know, Guy McGregor's talking. It's an official Disney Plus sneak peek preview whether we're we're supposed to see it or not it still was legit Mm -hmm. and dude just elevated that excitement that much more so i can't wait man i hope we get a full trailer on uh disney plus day this friday something that was pretty cool to see in it as well was the concept art i know chris you had you were kind of talking about this a little earlier before the pod but one image that stood out to me was i don't know what he was writing but it was just like a slightly older obi-wan and it was ewan mcgregor with a beard and it looked pretty sick yeah the concept art is definitely the thing that stuck out the most to me because it kind of might hint at like what's going on with the story. One of them looked like a badass landing craft, very imperial style, and what appeared to be an inquisitor and some stormtroopers coming out the front of it. So if we see inquisitor 
Avengers coming after Obi-Wan and him fighting them and essentially Darth Vader as well. That is going to be really fucking awesome. I don't know if you if you dudes, I know Chris you have, but the the Rebels animated show heavily emphasized, you know, the Inquisitors and them, you know, seeking out force sensitive individuals, uh, surviving Jedi. So it would be quite interesting if we saw maybe some of those Inquisitors brought to live action. I thought I think that would be a really cool idea to just connect, you know, what the Rebels did you know, in their show mm-hmm. in live action, just to kind of make things consistent, you know, within canon and stuff. So, you know, hopefully that's something they bring to the Obi-Wan series. Man, I know it makes me think that that they said, obviously we've heard it a bunch of times that Obi-Wan hinted again, or Ewan McGregor hinted again, that they're going to have some dope uh, lightsaber battles. And it just showed the cutscenes of them training. I assume that that training was recent. Because it could have been a cutscene from a past movie, but them well, they had a ma- practice. They had masks. They had yeah. masks on. So that what had was to that? Those recent. altitude masks or something? Or was he just I, wearing that? I for think COVID it was for protocol? COVID. I think it was for oh, COVID. Because okay. it looked yeah. like one of those dope ass like Sith masks. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> funny though you say that because I I was like, oh, that's definitely for COVID. But I imagined that too. I was like, they're just making him train in those altitude masks. <laughs> right. Well, it's like restricts his breathing. But uh, who knows? I don't know. Practice it looks Vader. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's going to be a different Vader. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited. And uh, I guess what we saw was was taken down already. You can't even watch the video again. Uh, so maybe tomorrow or whenever you guys listen to it, we'll have some dope stuff. Good what play. about this series, though? Because Hayden has, to, he, uh, he or I guess Anakin, he trains her, right? Oh, yeah. That's her paddle. Yeah. Yeah. So when she is he training her as... He trained her when she was a Padawan, the, which takes place the in the past. Wars, right? yeah, yeah, during the, the Clone Wars series. So Rosario Dawson is an adult many years past when he trained her. So if they cross in that series, it would be him as Darth Vader. Yeah. And she would be obviously younger, at least 15 years younger. And spoiler alert, they once crossed blades at the end of Rebels when he was freshly Darth Vader and she called him Anakin and he kind of remembered her and shit got crazy. To, so to see them fight again would be pretty sick, but I kind of hope her series focuses on the finding... Um, Grogu? <laughs> no. Uh, God damn, <laughs> what is his name? Oh, Admiral Thrawn? Yeah, Thrawn and uh, Ezra lost in space and time. <laughs> Lost in the forest. Shot my shot. I mean, Grogu, I mean, he might. I mean, it's the Ahsoka series is going to be, you know, taking place in during the same time as the Mandalorian did. So Grogu might potentially be a part. Maybe Luke. I know Hayden Christensen is uh, said to be in that as well. So maybe flashbacks of them in the Clone Wars. Maybe him as a force ghost. Who knows? But what if Grogu comes back and he's just like Yoda and it's just flipping all around with his lightsaber and fucking. (laughs) He's like, I'm back. Learn the foresight, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Bitches. And then, yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had to add that dual lightsaber, just fucking. Oh yeah, just fucking. Mandalorian helmet on the. <laughs> oh hell yeah, oh, dude! Uh, dreams come true right there. <laughs> if he could, uh, hopefully, spin his spin his lightsabers <laughs> enough to fly like a helicopter around, <laughs> or, or he just carries oh, one lightsaber and like a blaster. Yeah. Like my dad taught me this. 
He has, the, that he has the first way, ever um, nunchuck lightsabers. Oh. He's just spinning them. That's really close or, to the... Uh, dude, maybe he would have a, a razor whip lightsaber. <laughs> I was going to say really close to the lightsaber whip. A bunch but, of uh, tiny thing. lightsabers that come off of it, you know? Mm, like razor blades. Uh, yeah, Disney should just hire us and uh, we can make some great concepts for uh, Star Wars, man. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll see what that trailer brings tomorrow. Hopefully something exciting. Uh, something that's also exciting any time of the year for me is horror movies. I know Halloween just passed, but uh, I'm always down to watch one of those. So a uh, question for you guys. Do you guys like horror movies? Uh, dude, I love horror movies, man. My whole family is just big on the Halloween season. My brother was born on Halloween, so he's like hugely into it. So he keeps us into Halloween as, as well, too. But yeah, I'm a big time horror movie fan. Same here, man. I grew up loving any horror film that I got to watch or get my hands on back back in the day before it was so easily accessible to find movies and especially just any rated R like 80s horror flick back when I was a kid, man. I used to love them all. So <laughs> those, those titties, baby. Those, those horror you movie know. boobies, baby. This guy knows. This you guy know. knows. Those camp counselor boobies. You know it's a... <laughs> um, I... I like I love horror movies too. I, I don't watch enough, but I think for me it's more I think more funny. Um, because I think when I can find a scary movie that actually scares me, then it's like holy shit. Cause I, I kind of joke about it, but I love them all the way. Dude, I think I'm gonna have to break the mold a little bit here and say I'm not a huge fan of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I like really good ones that come along every now and then. I guess more thrillers, but like slashers and stuff like that. I just tend to find them very predictable and kind of boring at times because you know what's going to happen. Yes, very predictable though, I agree. It's That's what's almost hilarious to me is it's too... But that being said, when Halloween time comes around, I do like to, you know, just shut your brain off and watch some good old-fashioned horror films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love horror movies and I thought, you know, most people did, but uh, coming to Japan, even though Japanese horror is really good and really well done, uh, so many students, they all say they hate horror movies. Just like what age range, Steve? Like just just young, older, all all age range? All ages, yeah. Just don't like horror movies. The Ring was that Japanese or what? Yeah, so the Ring and the Come Grudge. Come on, y'all. The fuck? Did you grow up in Japan, Chris? <laughs> I I did not, but it sounds like I have some friends over there. You got you some. Uh, that's the word, brother, over there. Just, huh? uh, just not not my shit, you know. Uh, well, it's uh, just really scared, guys. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting when you meet individuals. Not saying you, Chris, but I, I do know a few people who don't like horror movies, and they just always tell me, "I just don't like the feeling of being scared." And it's funny because that's the reason I do enjoy. It. Like, of course, you know, you're safe watching a, a movie in a theater or at home or whatever but you like i like that feeling of being scared and like you know certain horror movies give you that that tension and anxiety of like oh shit this person's in danger so i do like that feeling but also at the same time you know like i mentioned i know i'm, I'm safe it's not real but certain <laughs> people just don't enjoy that feeling which i can understand but it's just uh to each their own i suppose dude yeah. there it is man i just live my life dangerously so when i go to the movies that's not what i want yeah. I want to relax. 
Pixar only, down. baby. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite horror movie? And uh, like for me, I have to go Halloween all the way. Halloween's great. I have to agree with you, Steve. And it's almost like, I feel like that's such a like uh, layered question because I feel like the whole genre of horror is so different. It's almost like how, Al, you were saying like in Chris, like the predictable slashers, you know what you're getting into with those. And so it's almost like that's just what people, I guess, kind of, it's just cheesy and stuff. And they're all very similar. But when you find one, like a scary movie that's truly scary as well, I think that's like a whole genre of its own, like just an original Mm -hmm. scary flick that you didn't see anything coming. Those are awesome. But I agree with Steve. I think if I had to name a classic, I would pick Halloween as well. For me, I think Halloween is the epitome of what a horror slash movie should be. Um, But just not to you know, rehash what you guys were saying. I also really love, might be a slightly underrated horror movie, but Jeepers Creepers, man, is one oh, of my favorites. Oh, oh hell good. yeah, dude. Ooh. I love Jeepers Creepers. Number two was pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. One <laughs> of the few remember. movies where the sequel was just as good, if not better than the first. Interesting. They're redoing that, aren't they? I thought I heard, honestly. Oh, man. I don't, once once you make it in the scary movie realm, sequels are never ending. They're like, oh, that was a good one. We'll just keep going. We can reboot it over and over. For me, it's going to be uh, Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Oh, series, shit. Man. Oh, love, big love those, dude. Is Army of Darkness the one older one where they're like fighting skeletons and there's a part part where he's like getting tied down? Yes. Okay. That so. shit's got, crazy. Dude. Chainsaw for an arm. Yeah. That shit's yeah. crazy, bro. It's a great movie. That was, yeah. That was, uh, that's uh, older. No, but... I believe late 80s was the first one and then Army of Darkness was in the early 90s. Yeah. So the producers chimed into my ears again here, guys, and said, Jeepers Creepers Reborn, scheduled for release in 2022. Oh, man. Hopefully it's good. I don't know. I should be a hater. I um, Scary movie-wise, to me, the ones like the, the typical, hello, is anybody there? Is really cheesy. But the psychological ones, man, like uh, Event Horizon is something that pops up in my head. Or um, there was one called The Ritual that was recently um, about these dudes who are hiking through a forest in like Norway or something and they come across some Blair Witch style shit yeah. and uh, they 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 wake uh, anyways it's just like very psychological kind of thriller very mind fuck those those movies freak me out yeah like um, Get Out was one of the most recent thrillers I can think of that was really good and just had you kind of on the edge of your seat the first time you watched it mm-hmm. very dark but almost comedic but dark dark yeah Get Out was pretty good I saw that I was trying to think just the movies too that you can watch and they're almost scarier when you can envision it like truly happening even though though it could be like like even just Blair Witch how you mentioned that I remember when it came out it had like mixed reviews but I always thought that movie was pretty scary man just for the mere fact of like putting yourself in that situation you're just with like two to three other people camping you're trying to get out of these woods and you just realize like you're in a loop and you can't get the fuck out no matter which direction you go and how many times have you every night how many times have you guys well camped after Blair Witch and woke up in the middle of the night and like sat there and just listened and you're like <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought what if man yeah I don't know there was one time where you 
hear what if, and you're just like, there could be, I have no fucking idea what's on the other side of this tent. And uh, yeah, it could be well, the Blair Witch, man. Well, what's funny is my, my family, we like to go camping every summer. But I remember one year going camping and Blair Witch had came out and there's a little town, you know, maybe a few miles away and everyone, all my older cousins wanted to see it. I remember begging my mom, like, please, like, I wanted to see that movie. And we walked there because it was like maybe like a mile or so. And <laughs> walking back, I I was like at the hip of my older cousin. Like, I was <laughs> like, like, don't leave me because it was like, it's dark. And, you know, times were just different back then, you know, where you can walk on the side of the road. Like, like I said, it's like a mile or so. But I just, the woods right there. Hell no. But I would say Blur Witch, what was really good, Dave, you were mentioning this. But the way they shot it, too, was it made it seem like it was real footage, which brings me to another uh, horror movie that really freaked me out. But the Paranormal Activity series, the yeah. first and second one, just seeing them and how they looked like actual home video footage. Dude, it psychologically messed me up, dude. Like, I'd be sleeping. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, don't <laughs> think about it. Don't think about it. It's like, well, what if there's a demon in your closet? Like, set a fuck. camera up. Did you set a camera up, dude, and try <laughs> no. and see? Isn't it funny, though? Unless it just, like, like, punches you in the dick. <laughs> I feel like there's, that's like, like you said, like one and two were good, but I feel like that's, this genre has so many movies that start off great with like the first and the second one. And then they just like keep, it morphs into such like a just like gore fest of a movie usually. And it's like, goes up to like six or seven films. Oh, dude. Like almost like Saw, you know what I if, mean? Like, I mean, not to digress too much here, but you brought up Paranormal Activity. I have Paramount Plus and I was excited that Paranormal, the next of kin. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. That movie fucking was garbage, dude. <laughs> like it, 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 it had its moments, but overall it was like Chris was saying, just typical, like, don't go there. Okay. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to go do that shit anyways. And crazy shit happens. Like, Hey, uh, hold on, guys. I hear something in the background. I'm going to go see what it is. All right. Cool. Cool. It's <laughs> the last we ever saw of him. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, with sequels, they're hit or miss, but a lot of times it's usually a miss. So, mm -hmm. but I wanted to pose this question to you, dudes. Out of all like the, you know, top three slashers, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and Jason, who do you guys think if they were in a just all out like battle royale, who do you guys think would come out on top as top dog slasher? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I'm going to say Freddy Krueger, hands down. True. But uh, I don't know if they've already done that in the movies because they've done like Freddy versus Jason. Did they do Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Freddy so it was like Freddy's always in dreams. So if he's in a dream, he can, can control the dream technically. So he could do whatever the fuck he wants in that dream. But I know it gets crazy and, and it's in the horror realm. Right. I stick with Freddy. Okay. I mean, I would say, I mean, I, I don't think I ever saw Freddy versus Jason, to be honest. So I would say you know, taking that out of the mix. So you think Freddy, Alex, because he can control dreams and I whatnot? Think, I think so. All right. What about you, Chris? Who do you think would come out on top? Um, um I kind of also think Freddy, man. Ability to get mind and fuck people up that way. Like, dude, do Jason or Michael have to sleep? I don't know if they're fucking insomniacs. Maybe, maybe one of them. But true, I guess. Will they fall if, asleep? If they fall asleep, it's hands down for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that Freddy. I mean, that Jason and Michael Myers are psycho enough that Freddy Krueger doesn't even want to see them in their dreams, bro. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna say Michael Myers through and through, man. Just because he's like, just doesn't 
die, but Jason's kind of the same on that same level. But I'll go with Michael Myers, man. Yes, he doesn't die, man. I'm yeah. <laughs> You cannot kill that fucking guy. I think he won't die, man. No. I think he's like the devil, dude. Yeah. I think my vote would be Jason because I think Michael Myers is is kind of similar, you know, where he's somewhat of a supernatural individual. Like he just doesn't die. But I feel like Jason, similar to like Freddy, he's more of like the, the mystical type of slasher, but he also doesn't die. So I think Jason out out best, you know, for mm. Freddie and Michael. So And he's been to space too, right? And he, he's been to space. Yeah. yeah he has yeah. been to space. He has a long resume, man. So, <laughs> I think Jason. Yeah, all these guys are forces of evil. You got to compare Jason to Michael Myers. And Michael Myers is a little bit slower. He's always walking and he's taken down quite a bit. He gets back up, but Jason, man, he's fast. He's running, uh, uses all kinds of weapons and just, I think, far more brutal. Yeah, can't disagree with you on that. I feel like Freddie, his origin story, he was a nice guy. I don't know. And he was just wrongly judged. Wasn't he like a like a child molester? Was, was that like, confirmed? Or I thought he was. He, they thought he was, but then he really yeah. wasn't. So when they locked ah, him up right. and burned him, he was well, like. Well, it's funny as gonna... let's say Michael Bay made a. F- Nightmare on it on M Street movie. And uh, it kind of opened, the scene opened with Freddy running and cars chasing him. And he was like, I didn't do it. And all these mobs of people threw fire. But that was like a more recent one. So I don't know if it was a Michael Bay take on the film. And originally he was an evil little pedo. Yeah, That's he could I, be. It's hard to imagine it though, because we've all like, he's su- such an iconic like character. You like almost like root. <laughs> or even though he's the bad guy, like we're all going to see that character. So we've all just... <laughs> He's just like a blatant like so who's, who's the oldest like, what's uh, the oldest villain out of the three who's the oldest of them all I think I want to say right no. well that's a good question I, I think Freddie because Freddie and Michael were around the same time but Freddie started out as an adult and then he died so then he you know lived on for years after where where Michael started off you know you see him in the beginning of Halloween as a little kid and he grows up so I want to say Freddie's probably older at least been around okay. longer in life that's true just like jason was also a a kid at first right drowning okay yeah i I never understood how jason came back as like a big huge uh like (laughs) force of evil like a beast you know he was a little kid right did they ever explain that i mean you just explained it you said he just evil force just he grew off of that yeah became a beast i think the mom had something to do with it she was still i can't fully remember but there is something up with that story do you guys think you could survive against one of these guys, these top three? Hmm. Or even no. if you had to choose, like I, if I had to choose, they all suck, but I wouldn't want Freddy Krueger, man. Like every time I fall asleep, it's just insanity, you know? Oh, like, man. Screw that. Well, yeah, then it's like an inception thing where you're like, you don't know what's real. Um, I feel like with Jason and stuff in those movies, I just, I, I can run fast and I mean... I don't know, man. Sometimes you just think like people aren't paying attention. They're like too confident when they're walking around, like because they sometimes walk really slow. So I would think I could get away from them. You know, they're they're never like um, like in these movies and because they're movies. But if this was happening to me in real life, I would just get in my car and just drive, dude, so far away. (laughs) 
I'm like, hopefully this solves the problem. Like, I'm just going to keep driving till I'm like states away from here, like wherever it's happening. Yeah, just catch a plane to like Europe. They're not going to Europe. <laughs> this is like a cut montage of him, like one plane behind you the entire time or a car behind you the whole time. He's just like, sitting. follow that guy. Like, I feel like you could just uh, barricade yourself in a, somewhere just one way in with modern weaponry. And Escape like, room. Come the shit. fuck at me, man. Right. Escape room meets Jason. Yeah. Fully automatic <laughs> weaponry uh, come through the door and I'm just going to blow you to fucking back to hell, I guess. That's my plan. <laughs> yeah, you you dudes make some good points, but I would feel like with, with Jason, though he's, I mean, Freddy Krueger, I would not, I mean, it's in your dreams, you know? How, how do they fight him in his dreams? They, the power of love or some shit like that? <laughs> Similar to what Dave said earlier, just like Care just have status. fucked up dreams, man. Be like, welcome to my world, bitch. Well, it's like yeah. that Rick and Morty one where they kind of yeah. inceptioned, did an inception on him. Scary um, Terry. Scary yeah, Terry, scary yeah. Ah, bitch. When they like went inside that girl's dreams and her the girl's dreams was just as fucked up as like something. And they were like, oh my God. They're like, we are in her dream right now. Yeah. I would feel like though with Jason... I feel like since he's somewhat of a supernatural individual, no matter where you go, he'll just end up being there. Like, I, I don't know how he travels. You know, does he have a portal? Does he, you know, <laughs> Hell West, not, the you gates know? of hell? Like, Michael Myers, I mean, he's somewhat of a regular dude still. So it, I don't foresee him, like you guys were saying, I don't see him hopping on a plane going to, to Europe. And so, yeah. Could be another sequel. Jason in New York. <laughs> or, sorry. Jason does Dallas. Yeah, Jason, Jason does, does Dallas. Manhattan. I think Jason takes Manhattan. He's tired of the old, same old killing. That really is a movie, isn't it, Steve? It is, yeah. Yeah. Jason and takes It's just Manhattan. terrible, yeah. The end, he becomes like a kid again. It's really Uh-oh. stupid. I, I remember that one, I think, man. They used to play it on um, sci-fi during Halloween. Speaking like of that. Marathons. <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas is also a movie, but it's a a porno. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie Does Dallas? Okay. I'm pretty sure that's your fit got that from. It is. (laughs) I will uh, get to our producers and check that that out really quick. Make sure you guys are telling the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's like one of the most... Everyone on the team scores when her pom-poms fly. (laughs) Uh, all right, guys. So good to know your your thoughts on these top franchises. But speaking of these sequels um, and predictability, uh, in the 90s, I mean, that's all there was for these horror movies, right? It was just sequel after sequel and sequel until I think there's a movie that came along and kind of revitalized the slasher or horror genre. And it is the slasher movie of our generation. And that movie is Scream. Scream, baby. Oh, yeah, man. Campbell, Neff Campbell. Huge costume hit when that movie came out, dude. Everybody wanted to be that. What, a ghost face? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Everybody ghost wanted it, including yeah. myself, man. I was like, God damn it, I want to be Still, yeah, definitely huge. Yeah, it's still to this day. Kids love... I Two of my nephews were that Halloween costume this year. All right, so obviously this movie was a big success, um, and it is part of our zeitgeist now, but uh, why do you think this movie was so successful? Why was it such a big hit? What worked about it? I will say one big thing I remember about this movie was the cast going into it. And we were pretty young when this came out, like 99 or something like that. or 96. 96. 96. 96. Yeah, sorry. So 
But I remember Drew Barrymore was like on all the posters and stuff too. And it was one of those things where this movie opened up right off the bat with just throwing a curveball because she was such a big star at the time as well. And she's in and out of the movie in what a matter of minutes. So Mm -hmm. right away that got your attention and you're like, okay, this is going to be a little different than what I had expected. Not as generic as those other movies you were kind of Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, from around the same time. So I think that's one of the main reasons why it did work. I agree, dude. Yeah, I was thinking to myself as I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, Drew Barrymore is in the beginning of this movie. And like you're saying, Dave, you know, all of all of the posters and, you know, movie covers, you know, Drew Barrymore's front and center. And she's only in the movie for maybe five to ten minutes. But I think that's another reason why it worked is the fast paceness of this movie. You know, a lot of horror movies, which works to that advantage, is they're a little more slower pace. They kind of build up that, you know, sort of like I was saying earlier, that anxiety, you know, a horror movie is supposed to give you. But I think with with Scream, it was such a fast paced movie. I remember watching it and being like, damn, they're just throwing you right into the mix, you know, kicking it off with the, the Drew Barrymore scene. And then even, you know, minutes after that, you know, you get introduced to, you know, Nev Campbell, who is the main, you know, role in this movie and things just start going bad for her. And then even her getting that phone call, you know, like, oh, 10 minutes later, you know, they're already back with the killer, you know, kept you on your toes. So I think that's a, another reason why it works so well. Mm-hmm. Dude, the main reason it works so well is Matthew Lillard. I can do no <laughs> wrong in my book, man. I totally forgot he was in this movie. Haven't seen it forever. So to see him in it again was awesome. Spoiler alert for all those out there. I was sad to remember that he is one of the killers. <laughs> I was going to yeah. ask you who he was and what do is his name in the thing. He's like the dumb like stoner yeah. dude. <laughs> he's like the shaggy. He's, he's Matthew Scooby Lillard in the guy. movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he played he played Shaggy okay. in Scooby. Yeah. But Shaggy, <laughs> okay, that's when, a- Shaggy, if uh, you know, they pull off the mask and Shaggy is the fucking killer. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That but guy's that's- dynamic with the other dude, though, has always been so weird to me, especially re-watching this film. It's like, okay, like, the other guy's definitely the main mastermind behind it because he has, like, the motive for her mom, you know, essentially tearing apart his family and his opinion. Right. So, but, like, I never got Matthew Lillard is just, like, there just along to be like, yeah, fuck it, bro, I'll do it for you. We're, we're in this together, Bass Brothers. You know what I mean? It's that's like, what he uh, says, the peer pressure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's another thing what I think that worked about it was um, you said some of these other movies are predictable, but my first time watching, I didn't maybe uh, you think it's Billy at first and because they want you to think that until he, you know, uh, gets that fake death at the end. And you're like, oh, shit, it wasn't him. But I never expected there was two killers. It wants you to think yeah. it's Dewey at one point. It wants you to think it's Henry Winkler at one point. Uh, so this one definitely was kind of a surprise. Yeah, I forgot. I know that the crazy thing you mentioned, Henry Winkler, too. I forgot he was in it. But I agree the fact that a good mystery, a good mystery movie where it's not that predictable where you think throughout the movie that it is four or five different people. You know, I I hate how predictable some movies can be. And yeah, I think Scary Movie was well written and and some of the sequels maybe were not as good, but overall they they were. I think for me, what hit it off was we all know the the beginning scene. I mean, caller ID, uh, cordless phones, you know, this girl sitting at home by herself and just the phone call and the whole what's your favorite scary movie um, is just classic now. And 
and how scary that is being at home, say by yourself and somebody calls you and, and you don't know who it is. Um, we all probably thought that one time or another in our childhood, what if, you know, when the phone rings and you're home alone and we've probably done it to each other when you answer hello and they're like, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh yeah. Most uh, definitely we've all do. probably done that to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely Back in the days of landline. Yeah. What's that? When you get blocked, the caller ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, that and that came from that too. The home scary movie. Uh, I will I will say one thing. Um, everything you said was one hundred percent true, but you referred to the movie Scream as scary movie. Oh yes, so, uh, at the very bad. beginning of all of that. But <laughs> same like Chris said that. So, <laughs> but this movie was originally titled Scary Movie. Oh, uh, they oh, did change okay. it. You know, the very last minute, and that's why Scary Movie uh, took that title. Oh, okay. okay so okay. kind of works out a little. Yeah, a bit of movie history for you. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, watching this movie again, knowing the ending and knowing who the killers are, it's pretty obvious it's fucking Stu and Billy. These guys are creeps, right? These guys are weird. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Billy just gives me big time creeper vibes. But <laughs> of course, he's an attractive dude with cool hair. So everyone's like, no, dude, he's just moody. And then... <laughs> Stu is his name, right? Matthew Lillard's mm -hmm. yes, yeah. character. I feel like he for sure was the one doing the killings. Like, I feel like he was such a, a patsy. You know, he followed Billy. I feel like Billy was more the the mastermind because Ghostface in the movie, I noticed after the, the revisit, he's kind of clumsy, right? He's not the most oh, for sure. you know, gracious, you know, slasher. So to me, I'm like, oh, it feels like it was more Stu because Stu's more, he seems just like a, a putz, right? Right? Like he's clumsy. He's sort of like all over the place, kind of a linky dude. So to me, it felt like he was the one, you know, being sort of like, hey, man, like you got to do these killings. I'm going to kind of, you know, Billy, I'm going to be the mastermind <laughs> behind it. But you do the dirty work for me. And Stu being who he was, was kind of like, oh, OK. So mm. I feel like that's why it worked, too. Like that team up movie, it made it realistic. You know, that kids who are just statistic, you know, can do. A so you like thought that. you thought oh, Stu yeah. was that? At the beginning who 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 do you think was at the beginning of the movie Stu? i feel like he was the the killer the whole time the do you think like, like yeah okay i don't think they ever really say who was actually doing the killings under the mask right did not they didn't did they not uh they Maybe never both. they yeah they never really clarified that it's funny that you mentioned that there were those times where the the scream guy was so scary but like he'd go to stab and you would duck just in time and his knife would hit the door and he'd like mm -hmm. couldn't get it out and he'd be like trying to pull it and she'd run away and it was kind of like comedic in that sense where I'm like damn bitch like this guy is clumsy as fuck like but he's I mean, also a high school student yes yeah, yeah. it's definitely how a high schooler would act yeah like, true true oh fuck trying to rip it out yeah he's like can't get it out and he's like pulling with <laughs> that's two hands what's, that's what's cool about this movie too that also worked was like the vulnerability of the bad guy it wasn't the typical like their yeah. superpowers essentially you know yeah you felt like the the victims had a chance like mm -hmm. no they could they could you know find a weapon or run away or get some help and maybe get yeah. out of this where against the supernatural character you're like ah they're fucked man hey best kill of the movie though is the girl in the garage right oh, <laughs> oh for sure I'm gonna edit this out but just the the nips dude uh, <laughs> yeah. Rose Rose McGowan is her name yeah. Rose McGowan. oh yeah uh, uh -huh. <laughs> the nips people wanna know <laughs> I mean I think to me though I like those ideas and the fact that Scream could go on because it's such a cult classic that
that when we talk about serial killers, they're being copycats and with a whole mystery going on. And they're like, it's no way it's this person. He's dead. And they find out in the end, oh, he is dead. It was actually this crazy dude who was a fan of Ghostface and he wanted to, well, you know. Can can we um, segue this into the, the newest one that's going to be coming out? Because that's you write obviously... Segues? Well, I mean, it brings... It's bringing back originally, I thought... And we, we've all kind of discussed this behind the scenes, but I thought it was going to be an all new wipe the slate new scream you know like how they do with a lot of these other yeah, like series mm-hmm. but it seems like they know. yeah I guess a reboot but it seems they brought everyone back and so it's like is it as Matthew Lillard did he survive we yeah, saw a TV drop on his head but it didn't look like he was 100% dead he that is the theory and that. you see them go to Stu's house yeah, Interesting. So. He's going to pull a Darth Sidious <laughs> thing. Uh, Palpatine move on us here. Like he cloned himself. Like I said earlier, I love Matthew Lillard. So if he's somehow in this, that would be awesome. I mean, knowing that if they could, obviously movies can bring people back from the dead. So they could do it. And if they want to make it big, like somehow, some way he didn't die. And maybe still, I don't know. It's hard to believe though. There. We'll see what happens because it's hard to believe that even if he survived, she saw and could be like, like, yeah, he was the other killer. Like, they stabbed each other. <laughs> That's true. So, it's it's always like know. a we'll family member, like Stu or uh, what's his name, had a brother or a sister or somebody who grew up and, you know, like ruined their life because well, he died. Right. Yeah. They could go that route. Yeah. In this new one, I believe it's something weird with like the killing patterns. Like, I forget. They kind of touched on it in the trailer, but mm. I don't I don't fully remember. It looks dark, though. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it for sure. I would say um alex you were talking about this um with you know the scream movie and how people were sort of you know hinting in the movie it's a very self-aware movie you know and that's what i liked about it and what i thought worked really well where it, it was jamie kennedy right what, what was mm-hmm. do you guys remember his character's name in the movie? randy no randy i like how randy was almost like breaking the fourth wall in a sense but because you know in the movie they're watching halloween they're watching slasher thriller movies so i, I really liked how it put it this movie put itself in that realm you know even though Mm -hmm. it is a movie it was like inception in a way where it was like oh a horror movie talking about other horror movies in a horror movie you know so i thought that's what really worked well and you know randy narrating almost the movie being like oh no like these are reasons why you shouldn't do this this is reasons why you shouldn't do that so after watching it i was like oh like i forgot he would kind of play that part in mm-hmm. this movie, which I thought worked really well. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Uh, very meta, definitely. Uh, question for you guys: Do you think this could, this movie could work in this day and age, in this uh, recent uh, modern times? I know, like, if somebody calls me into an unknown number, I just don't even answer it, right? I mean, I still yeah. get terrified. I still get terrified. Like, who the fuck is calling me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you 100, Steve. I'm like, they will leave a message if it's important, or call me again, and maybe I'll answer. But no one. I I don't even have a landline so it's not like they're gonna pick up and know you're in your house and all that shit check your ring camera like bitch i see you out front what do you put that knife down <laughs> it would almost be like they could go that route and it would be funny at first and then she'd look and it'd be unknown number and she denies it and she's like whatever and then a text <laughs> comes in from an unknown number saying something and then she denies that and blocks it and then 
somebody knocks on the door or something and it's like, oh shit. But yeah, <laughs> I think definitely today's day and age now, same thing. I don't fucking answer my phone. Like, and when I do, it's usually a mistake because it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's pretty universal. So they're going to have to touch on that in the film in some way. I'm sure the writers have, have thought of that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, what they could do is, you know, what if you get a call from a friend or a relative and you're like, oh, you're going to pick it up because it's your friend or relative. But what if the killer got to them first so you have to answer the phone and then that's kind of when it you know things sort of kick off because you're like oh shit hey uh dave's calling me right now what up dave and it's like do you like scary movies <laughs> well wait did you guys see the <laughs> the scene for the new scream actually has a lot of the stuff we're talking about um, uh i have not seen any uh, so yeah what is your trailers of it it, it has, and, and with everything being so automated now, um, it talks about it, um, about, you know, being able to unlock your doors and stuff. Yeah. Or you can just uh, hack into their Alexa and talk to them through that, maybe, right? Well, yeah, that'd be fucking crazy. That was almost like that Chucky movie, bro. If you guys saw that that new Chucky, uh, it's like a smart, a smart doll. Oh, okay. I didn't see the new movie. I tried to watch the new series. I saw the first episode. I didn't um, Chucky series? Yeah. Yeah, it was on it was uh, this. Sci-fi. With uh, Mark Hamill? Yeah, it was the guy who voiced Chucky and um, oh, fucking hey. the original doll again. Didn't they do a Scream series? Yeah, uh, they fucking it. did, dude. It was like three seasons, dude. Yeah, I, I remember the first one was, I mean, pretty good as far as MTV standards go, but I never watched beyond that. It's available on Netflix, I saw, because I was trying to okay. look up the movie to watch, and uh, that popped up. And is there is there any type of, like, Scream first? You know what I mean? Do all these movies tie in or are they all pretty set? I mean, I know the new one is going to tie into the past one somehow, hmm. but does the show tie in too? I'm not That's sure. I'm sure that it has to, it has to at some degree, you know, maybe even like a lore of the original story and it takes place somewhere else with like a copycat or something. I don't know. I've never seen it though. All right, guys. Well, uh, Scream is definitely in our zeitgeist, and I'm excited to see what this new one brings. But uh, how about we jump into our next segment? Yeah, hold on just a sec. I'm going to go grab a beer. Jesus Christ. Don't You don't know the rules? What? There are certain rules one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Oh! Big no-no. Yeah. Big no-no. And Fig, you just came back from your honeymoon. <laughs> Sex I don't want to be death. in a horror movie. <laughs> Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. Mm. So not yeah. having fun. I, I'm dead. I'm, yeah. dead. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm dead it's twice. A sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say I'll be right back because you won't be back. Yeah. Damn. Ooh. Say goodbye uh, to Al, everybody. Good point. Wow. <laughs> you never ask who's there and you never go investigate a strange noise. Good to know. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, Al. Go ahead and grab your, your... Yeah, all right. All right. But I'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. Hello? I want to talk to you. Dial someone else, okay? Listen, asshole. No, you listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. Is this a joke? More of a game, really. A movie game. Here's how we play. I ask a question to you and your friends. You get it right, you live. Don't do this. It's an easy category. Horror movie trivia. Alex. Name the killer in Halloween. Michael Myers. That is correct. <laughs> Chris. 
Name the killer in Friday the 13th. Jason? I'm sorry, that's the wrong answer. Mrs. Voorhees was the original killer. Jason didn't show up until the sequel. You die. Oh. That was tough. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking technical death, man. Jeez. <laughs> Chris is dead. Jake, name the killer in Saw. Jigsaw. David, name the killer in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is it Leatherface? It is Leatherface. Oh, oh man. Trickster at first got me. <laughs> I know. I was like, fuck. <laughs> the original. Alex, what is the name of the hotel where The Shining takes place? Uh, the, the Aspen Lodge or... Duh. I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. It's the Overlook Hotel. You lose. Wipe yourself off. You're dead. Fig, what is the occupation of Hannibal Lecter? He was a psychiatrist. That he was. You move on. David, what is the name of the mysterious hypnotic location that Chris finds himself in in Get Out? Ah, uh, it's the, um, oh my God. Hold on. The sunken place. The sunken place is correct. I was about to say Ooh. the upside down. I was thinking upside down too. <laughs> Which actor made his film debut in A Nightmare on Elm Street? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp himself. David, which movie did Jason get his hockey mask? Oh, shit. Was it Friday Friday the 13th? Which one? The Which number, though? The third one? It is the third one. Part three. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you live to play another round. Fig, name the protagonist in the Halloween movies. Ooh, it is, fuck. I know it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, is it Mary? Is it something Mary? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Everybody knows it's Laurie Strode. Uh, <laughs> I knew that, Laurie Strode. You die, Fig. Maybe the last one, David. The Michael Myers mask was actually a mask for which TV character? Um, the TV character was Captain Kirk, and it was a William Shatner. William Shatner mask. Good job, David. <laughs> lucky for you, you survived this horror movie. Nice. Not so lucky for your friends. They broke the rules and got killed off. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Woo! Way to go, guys. Sorry. Should have taken note from me and became way more square. Go back to the booze and the drugs, guys. I'm going to sit in the winner's circle. But wait, there's more. Surprise, David. It was me, Steven, the whole time. Ooh. <laughs> Guess we all go a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> I want to go back to that fig, to the audio clip of Fig on. Uh, <laughs> like how did I make <laughs> We're going back to the tapes and finding that sound clip. Uh, uh, uh. All right, guys, good job. That wraps up the uh, the movie quiz. 
Nice, bro. Those are good. Nice. <clears throat> that and, was a uh, fun quiz. Yeah. I liked your take on that, man. Very cool. It'd be cool. I will say to Chris, <laughs> if I would have gotten asked that question, I would have said the same thing and been like, fuck, because I did know that. But it's been forever since I've seen the original Friday the 13th. Well, they <laughs> also... Long, but how long has it been since you watched Scream? They say it in Scream. Dude, I watched it. I watched it today, but you're, you are right. But I still would have just not thinking. I would have <laughs> just blurted out Jason Voorhees. So that's why I would have been pissed at myself. And cut. All right, end scene. Good work, everyone. Yeah, dude, a lot of uh, great talk. Horror, man. Love it. But I say on that note, let's wrap it up. Another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, keep it spooky, my dudes. Hey, y'all. Don't go check out that scary noise in the other room. Stay safe. <laughs> I'll catch you next time, guys. Woo! Hasta la vista, babies. See you next week. Oh. Uh...